Okay, so this episode is basically about the season we're in right now. Christmas, New Year, everything, the holidays. And this is like my favorite time of the year. Hence, it's my birthday, whatever. But I just really love Christmas. So, Dr. Fatuma, tell the good people about yourself and all the wonderful things you're doing. Aww. Thank you guys. You guys are so sweet with those little, those <laughs> titles gassing me up. <laughs> but my name is Fatuma. I am a fourth year clinical psychology student. Um, so I'll be graduating in a year. Um, and yeah, I was born in Kenya. I've been raised in two countries, in Botswana till I was seven, and then the U.S. up until now. So i have for now <laughs> so before you for joining us on this episode we look forward to the insight you're going to give us on this episode definitely um so before we even move forward i just want to know like what what kind of made you go into the field that you're in right now okay many things the first would be i always thought of that whatever career that i pursued as something that I could also like give back to my country in some way, um, something that just would like, I could impact my people. Um, and so mental health, I mean, it's growing now, the literacy is growing, but it's of course very stigmatized in Kenya as it is in many African countries. Um, so that kind of is what like sparked my interest. And then I took some psych courses and I loved it. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of, that's where my interests stem from. And that's also my passion for like the populations that I enjoy working with, which is people of color, immigrants, women of color, black women. Um, so we're going to get, you know, your thoughts on a quote I'm about to share. Um, mm -hmm. So the quote is, the holiday season is not only for rejoicing, but one of reflection. You know, mm -hmm. what does that mean to you? And you know, what stands out to you with that quote? Well, I guess it, you know, it depends because for me, I think of the holidays. I have my holidays as a Muslim woman, which doesn't always coincide with the holidays that are known like in the U.S., which is Christmas, New Year's time. But I think for both, you know, people are reflecting, people are enjoying themselves, but also it's kind of like turning a new leaf. So kind of reflecting on the past year, um, things that you accomplished, maybe things that you would rather do different and kind of starting that like blank slate. Yeah. You know, yeah. New Year's resolutions, oh, yeah. vision board. That's my thing. I have my planner already for 2021. Damn. <laughs> I'm big on the reflecting part. <laughs> Nice. Oh my God, we're about to have a good therapy session in here with Dr. Fatuma. It's, it's crazy because I, I totally agree with like the new year resolution. I remember when I was little, like, oh my God, 31st night, I would like have my list. Yes. You know, yes. the holiday season, like have my list. Oh, next year I want to do this, want to do that, blah, blah, blah. Or as some people would say on this call right now, they would say they're trying to cancel some people. You know, Ooh. 31st nights. I'm really? calling you out. Who said that? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> no, but, but honestly, like, I agree. Like, the holidays is not just for, you know, rejoicing. It's great to, like, obviously spend time with family, you know, whatever, like, religion you're, like, in. Mm -hmm. um, 
I just believe, you know, spending time with family, loved ones, cooking, doing what you love and obviously reflecting because I think sometimes you have to look back to then connect the dots like forward and stuff like that. So obviously with um, looking at what's happened the year, you know, what you want to change and then also think about, you know, how you can change it and things like that. So mm-hmm. I think it's really great. I think this is my second year now doing like the vision board and stuff and yeah, I would say it's pretty 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 good so far i've never yeah. done it but i think this year like i want to do it like i've just been seeing it everywhere and i don't know i don't know if it's because of how tough this year has been and how like it's kind of pushed you to want to do better or do more like for me it's been um like it's been on my mind so definitely i'm about to join you guys on this board but with regards to the quotes i'll say like for me, what I take from it is the fact that the holidays end up at the end of the year and it coincides with, you know, a new year, a new beginning. A lot of people always um, tend to reflect on what has happened the past 11 months. And, um, you know, you kind of make a list and figure out, OK, I did this. I didn't do this. What can I do better next year? So for me, it's a very reflective time. And I love to really like, you know, make plans and make sure that I'm not just like, you um, having fun and enjoying my family and all that, but I'm also um, being intentional about what I'm about to do in the coming year. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you need to get on that vision board train. Like, it it really does work. There's something about just, like, really always being aware of your goals, you know? Mm -hmm. I I think that's why it works the best for me. Even if it's, like, a little collage on my phone, like, if you're consistently seeing something Mm -hmm. somehow you meet it more than when you write it down put it away you don't really know like what it is that you're trying to attain in that year okay so you got to do it i'm gonna hold you to it okay damn this pressure (laughs) (laughs) it's cool though but what you Mm -hmm. guys usually do like during this time like during the holidays what's like i guess i don't know holiday tradition or like what do you find yourself doing mostly like with family and um i know when i was younger in um nigeria and in england well first in nigeria what we used to do well my family my mom would like um would cook and would go to like um drop off food at auntie's grandma's house and stuff like that and would also take a trip to like the orphanage and like sing with the kids, dance for them, play with them and like drop off some like dry foods and stuff like that and just like come home. Mm-hmm. And um, in England, then it got like boring for real, for real. <laughs> um, so we, we would just, I would literally just be with like my sisters and would like cook, eat, watch a movie and just like relax or like go to someone's house for like a dinner or attend like um, someone's Christmas like event or something. Um, but yeah, I haven't really experienced, you know, in Nigeria now, everyone's doing the whole Desi December. I don't know if it's cancelled or halfway cancelled, but... Let's not feel that. It's, it's underground. It's, it's just underground. Basically, <laughs> don't turn it up. Listen. Yes. Um. Yeah, so for, for me, it's usually just like spending time with family and just like getting to see, it, you know, some family members you haven't seen all yet, maybe, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely relate to that because for me too, like back in Ghana, Christmas was always like family time. But then also when you mentioned the orphanage thing, um, my dad started that like I think a few years ago. So we would also always go to the orphanage and like, you know, I give back to them because he's like, oh, it's not just you 
enjoying and eating all the rice and drinking all the coke christmas but like actually <laughs> people who don't have families and stuff like that but i think the biggest part for me is knowing that like when i was in ghana at least knowing that i can have a bottle of malt <laughs> No, seriously, I'm sorry. I just had to slide that in there because, like, malt was such a an adult drink, and so. <laughs> oh my God. I'm out here, catch myself. It's cool. Let me just move on. <laughs> no, yeah, but um, so the food, family, um, parties, events. That's like you know, and going to church, and then um, it was always parties and food. Like, there's always a trail to look in my house. So yeah. <laughs> I want to come to your house. <laughs> for <the holidays. laughs> yeah, for me, when I think, like I said, the holidays, there's always two for me. So as a Muslim person, I think of really the main holidays I think of is Ramadan, which is a perfect time, like connecting to the quote for reflection, because it's kind of like, I mean, not kind of, it is a very spiritual month, fasting and really just reflecting on how your year has been and what you want to it's a clean slate clean start what you want to do for the following year um so like when i think of ramadan i think of food family lots of food (laughs) and lots of family even though we're fasting but breaking the fast and then eid is also very celebratory with food and then when i think of like end of the year holidays here i think of Really, I guess there's a lot of food. Am I just a foodie? Because now I'm thinking of Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's food. true, though. Um, half my family is Christian. So um, when when we do visit Kenya in December, I guess it's a version of the, what is it called? Dead Sea December? Did yeah. I say it right? Yeah, Dead Sea December. <laughs> yeah, there's exactly. A, emphasis yeah. on yeah. Dead Sea. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's a version of that because, you know, mm-hmm people you that's the time that people usually go home so when I am home in Kenya then I do it's there's a lot of family time food again biryani pilau all of that Mm. um but it's so interesting like it's very different because if I'm here I also think of like cozy vibes because it's cold so I'm like in the house with family just like bundled watching movies but in Kenya it's the opposite it's the hot season so it's like people are at the beach like vacation vibes you know so yeah but regardless it's like it's time for friends and family so i have to ask in kenya do you uh, around the holiday season do you guys eat jollof rice or fried rice and chicken and stuff like that too so we have our own (laughs) rice called pilau right I know y'all are real hype on Jalaf. I don't know if I'm going to get crucified or canceled for this. I don't know if you might still be. Hopefully my East African and Kenyan people can back me up. Okay. Okay. It's not, this is the thing. We don't have to compete because it's very different. Yeah. But, but Pilau is up there, you know, it's really good. And biryani, which is also like a rice and stew dish. So I need to try these things when I'm back. You do. <clears throat> no, but I I really like chapati. That's one thing I chapati like. too. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the samosas for me, but it's cool. Samosas are always present, <laughs> girls. Usually around this time, um, as as we've said, like many people tend to go back home, especially international students. They tend to go back home at this time because it's like the break is a little bit longer, and like you spend Christmas, then New Year, so you have a little bit of a break. And obviously, with like the COVID situation not actually some people were actually stuck 
back home some yeah. people are like here yeah. they can actually like travel and things like that so like um i know like it's it would be hard especially people you know this year they're like oh finally maybe this year is my year i'm finally going to get to travel and go back home i haven't gone in like a couple of years and things like that so um you know what are what do you think are some ways like um people can cope with like you know not being able to go back home and just like being down around this season because this season is usually like around like get to be around your family and stuff and it's nice being around your friends but you know there's sometimes where you're really like you just need i want to be around my annoying brother or my annoying yeah. sister or something like that you know so like you know what's what's how can the international students or like the immigrant professionals how can they like cope in this season especially like mentally because like with the whole ups and downs of like you know covid pandemic being on lockdown and things like mm-hmm. that so what are some ways like um and, and also now with like going into like this i know they usually say around the seasons like seasonal depression since like mm-hmm. um you know it's like colder now it's like everybody wants to stay at home nobody really wants to go out and then even if you wanted to go out now you cannot yeah. so like mm-hmm. how can people like cope with that yeah, yeah. it's it's really like at least for those for the, for the international students who have been in school the entire semester or this whole year who have probably not been able to go back home and now like with covid you can't um i really encourage like at least you need a change of scenery just this time this time period but that is to with free friendly places that that part yeah. um yeah cuz usually i I think the holidays like if you really can't travel like if there was no covid ideally you could um go back home with like if you have a roommate that you're close to you could always go back home with them you could always yeah. use this opportunity to discover other states other than where you live um you could always mm-hmm. stay on campus too um you don't necessarily have to um like cuz going back home is expensive usually 1000 plus for tickets and everything and so I think it's mm-hmm. a good opportunity to also try to you know taking a few of the christmas traditions american christmas traditions here and um yeah just try to assimilate into the culture a bit more and yeah but with the depression part doctor <laughs> with the depression part <laughs> no i i definitely agree with that i think like being realistic about what is possible you know because like you said already december is a time that everyone goes home but it that's why it's expensive like the tickets skyrocket um right now we have the um the pandemic so it's not really going to be the same for travel it's not even the same for people within the country so yeah all those mm-hmm. those usual i guess like coping skills of just going along with somebody's family or you know some people themselves aren't going home or maybe aren't really as welcome to have that many other people. So just being realistic about like what it's going to look like and being aware that it's the reality for a lot of people. You know, it's not it can feel isolating and feel like it's just like you but just like noticing okay like I think a lot of more than just international students just a lot of students are also not really experiencing the typical student life right now <laughs> because mm-hmm. of corona. Yeah. So just just realizing that um and then planning ahead of time like you said you know just planning for okay this is probably going to be different it's probably going to be a little lonely if i just decide to stay 
you know, in my apartment by myself and all my roommates leave or and I'll be here for like a week. But also at the same time, there is something positive going on. Most likely you're going to be on break, you know, whether it's an actual break or you have assignments. I don't know. <laughs> These days they give people assignments during break. So, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but planning ahead of time. Okay, what can I do that would still bring about some sort of excitement, even if it's just seeing like, you know, a state that you want to you've always wanted to visit a neighboring i guess like historical something a museum there's some things that are still open they're just you know they're just they have different guidelines so mm-hmm. just deciding what you can do what's feasible what is affordable and also like creating boundaries with those around you i think is big because sometimes people don't realize so they may be talking to you about like oh i'm gonna see my family i'm gonna do this i'm gonna whatever and and it could be triggering because of like what you're going through in that moment of not being able to see family or maybe i mean we bring out bring about depression and really we are as much as the holiday season is a positive time like it's the peak of seasonal affective disorder like it's from the the peak months that you see really high numbers of that is from november to like feb so we're like going towards the middle of it like the rut of it (laughs) so just putting up boundaries like i'm really happy you know for you but i would let's talk about something else like i'm missing my family talking about family is a bit triggering or you know just being realistic about what is gonna get you through the season and realizing it really is also a temporary season it will pass it feels like it's all that's going on right now but come like january 3rd 4th it's already gone <laughs> so wow that's some good preaching no and, and one thing i just want to add is like i know like naturally like for international students that probably came in that started let's say august or september um, mm-hmm. they're already homesick. They're already like struggling to be okay in a new place by themselves. Yeah. And then yeah. this seasonal thing tops it. Like, what do you think? Like, what are some things that they can do or like help <laughs> to help? <laughs> you know, it's it's really tough. And there's the way I see it is sometimes it is also something that you know you will kind of just have to go through but there are things the the word help you can help yourself get through it or help yourself not not like not let it get too tough or like to the worst of the worst so of course therapy (laughs) is definitely an option that especially if you're at um a college institution that's the best time because already like you're I always want to say it's free, but it's not free. People are paying for it through their tuition. You're paying for that service, whether you use it or not already. Um, So I know like during the breaks, it might be difficult because the college counseling centers are also on break, but um, they usually go on break like literally right before Christmas. So right now, maybe seeing if you can like go in or maybe schedule one for right after knowing that you're going to have gone through a week or two where it probably was really, really tough and then start a new semester and have all those added stresses. So kind of like, you know, create that like safety net for yourself by like scheduling an appointment, 
you can mm-hmm. go in there and literally talk about anything. I think sometimes people are like afraid of therapy. They're like, well, I don't know. Like, is my issue a real issue? Like talk about literally whatever. Talk about that. You, you've been sitting in your room watching um, girlfriends. You're on season six because <laughs> I mean, <laughs> because you didn't have anything to do. And you were so lonely, you know, like you, yeah. could, you could talk about any literally anything. Um, mm-hmm. but at least you're giving yourself that space. It's yeah. limiting that isolation. And then I think just also being in tune with what already makes you feel better. Like we know ourselves the best out of anybody else, you know? So, you know, the little things that like lift your spirits a little bit. Um, so, and it doesn't always have to be like the, I guess like traditionally healthy things like working out. It's great if it's working out and eating well because those things do help. But sometimes it could just be like binging Netflix. It could be just like, you know, calling, making sure you're calling family or calling Mm -hmm. friends. Sometimes we wanna Mm -hmm. isolate because of feeling sad. But then we remember like, actually when I talk to this person, it makes me feel better. (laughs) But for some reason, like you're battling that. So just like pushing through and making that call. Um, Again, you can have the boundaries like, listen, I don't want to talk about this and I don't want to talk about that. Those things will bring stress. I just want to hear your voice and let's just talk about something fun. Um, Just whatever it is for you. Some people like journaling, some people don't, some people play music, like just whatever literally uplifts your spirits and like do more of that um yeah yeah wow that's that's really really good so i think this this brings me to like ask like you know why because i know like there may be a lot of international students that may come in you know at any point and they may be thinking like you know i've heard of this therapy like back home you know Mm. it seems like something like only you know there's like a stigma from like back home in africa where it's like only like the crazy people crazy. go to therapy mm-hmm. yeah. you know which is not but like you know it, like how would you advise like you know an international student or almost or someone who just comes to live in this country and they're like okay you know i would really like to talk to someone but i also don't want to feel somehow i also don't want to tell like my friends that i'm in therapy i you know i i don't want to tell even my parents back home or my siblings or my cousins or mm. friends i don't want them to look at me are you checked into like an asylum or something like mm-hmm. that you know there's like this there's this um stigma around it that it's like yes. really bad it's like taboo you don't talk about it it's like you know it's yeah. really bad so how how would you like you know um help someone to like see like it's you know it's something they should you know not feel bad about or even mm-hmm. how they can explain it to like you know people back home and um mm. you know the steps they can take forward in terms of just like exploring like i okay i need the therapy maybe i'm not coping too well since i started school or i'm mm-hmm. not really making friends since i started or well i don't even like the food you know and i and i feel <laughs> yes. like i want to talk to someone who maybe understands or doesn't or you know things like that so how mm. would how would you advise Mm-hmm. I the first thing is if you don't want to tell your family or your friends or anybody don't because you really don't have to and they really don't um there's no way of them knowing because it's it is confidential I know like there's I, I know of students that were going to therapy for like 
a whole semester and no one literally even their friends didn't know they're like i'm going to the library or i'm going wherever <laughs> and i know that maybe sometimes because sometimes that so that is the safer thing when starting for some people is to just keep it a private thing and at the same time like it isn't anything to be ashamed of and so if it's coming from a place of shame then like having self-compassion with the fact that it's it is normal to go to therapy everyone i feel like needs therapy if you speak to a therapist they're probably the first person that wishes they had a therapist <laughs> you know wow. so yeah um and i think just like so having that self-compassion with yourself and just realizing that like there's a lot of things that um your family may not really understand especially if most of your family is it is abroad in another country think about your life there's probably a lot of other things you're doing that they don't really do or they didn't don't really understand why you're doing it you know like oh yeah um on what is it the sec the last the last thursday of the month we just eat turkey just because <laughs> just because yeah. why nobody ever really likes the turkey it's more about the size than the turkey but i'm going to my friend's house to eat turkey <laughs> your family probably doesn't understand that you know <laughs> but it's like yeah. it's here it's normal it's the tradition so and it's getting better in certain african countries and in some mm -hmm. families as well so just thinking of it that way you know like they they are not understanding because truly you're having a much different experience and so starting with that like if you want to support me you know understand that i'm experiencing a much different i'm going through something that i just cannot no matter how much i try to verbally explain it they would just have to be in your shoes to understand like you were able to mention all of those things sharon because of being an international student you know like the different <laughs> things that can come up so yeah. just understanding that and um but at the same time i do understand as i'm saying all this i know it's difficult even when i was like you don't have to tell them and then i'm realizing you know especially with certain cultures like we do involve our family in a lot of things so mm -hmm. it's kind of western-minded to think of it like yeah just don't tell anyone because it's like it could that in itself could be so stress and anxiety provoking mm -hmm. <laughs> so finding a way to just like share it um share it without like really an expectation of it being a positive response but no with time it will be positive you know so um like sometimes you share things without if you have that expectation of like well i'm sharing because i want you to tell me that i should go or to approve it mm -hmm. that's when it might you know be tricky but if it's like this is my decision i'm letting you know i'm doing it um and then you go ahead and do it. And also being open in therapy with your therapist that like, you know, this is a struggle for you because that's also a space where you can talk about it. Like I'm coming here, but nobody knows, or <laughs> I'm coming here and my family doesn't understand, yeah. you know, rather than just pushing it off and then now dealing with the stress that you were already dealing with, the stress that your family now doesn't understand and thinks that you're going crazy and now you're just doing nothing about it, so. Yeah, no, that's, that's, oof, that's good. <laughs> yeah, um, really good. I would say that I think um, over the years, it's been, like, it's more accepted now. Like, therapy is more accepted now. 
or like going to see a therapist more like accepted and i think this year it's like a good excuse or has given everybody a good excuse to kind of want to you know talk to someone about it because now this is something everyone is going through it's not just oh lillian because she has done abcd but then the whole world is going through a pandemic that no one expected yeah and so your life has changed within seconds and Mm. you have to cope some people can yeah. some people cannot some people need guidance some people need to talk through it you know and so i think mm-hmm. it's like if you've always had that mentality or you've always felt that way about depression or like talking to somebody um i think now is a good excuse for you to you know take that step but then like mm-hmm. people who are not let's say immigrant professionals right now or like um international students who are not professionals and no longer have the access to um um, on campus therapists like how can we find some like mm. uh, do you have suggestions of places or how we can go about that that's so that's a great question so there's there's so many things that like go into that first is so I guess the first main thing would be insurance so if somebody does have you know reliable insurance um, then you can start there either by calling your insurance company and asking, you know, what therapists there are in your area. Um, or you can do it the opposite where you start from a psychology or a therapist directory and then looking and see if they take your insurance. Or sometimes, I mean, things are very technological these days too. So you don't even have to call the insurance company. Sometimes if you can access like your network, like who, which providers are in your area online, you can do that as well. So I know like already what we are talking about with the kinds of struggles that we may be wanting to talk about in therapy and we kind of want somebody that can understand. Uh, most people want to, most people of color want a therapist of color. <laughs> so there is, um, for black women, there's therapy for black girls. I don't know if you have like show notes because you can like yeah, put it all there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, therapy for black girls is a good one to find a black therapist for black women. Um, if you're Hispanic or Latinx, there's um, therapy for Latinx. I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll get the actual website. Mm-hmm. And then there's also therapy for black men. Um, and so you can just like it's a directory kind of like a phone book with a whole description and you can kind of see like the therapist you see where they're located you see what they look like (laughs) you see um the kinds of like um issues they usually deal with so whether it's like immigration stress whether it's anxiety and depression whether it's identity concerns whether it's relationship issues so you can kind of if you want to also all therapists are generalists for the most part they can work with you on anything but if you want if you have a specific struggle and you see oh there's a therapist around me and now because of the pandemic it's been more accessible because telehealth is primarily how most therapists are working now and so whether the therapist is like as long as they're in your state i think with most insurances they just need to be in state they could be set 60 70 miles away but if you like them and all you need to do is hop on a zoom this is actually the perfect time because those um requirements have like become a little bit looser because of the pandemic through like insurance um and if somebody is struggling with insurance um then there are certain spaces that sometimes will provide 
free therapy. It it may not be like long term. It might be like a, a, a one time session, you know, or like just like a speak to somebody for like 30 minutes. But social media is a great place to like follow certain, um, some social media mental health pages for people of color to see when something like that is going on and jump on that and access it. And then in addition to that, regardless of whether you have insurance, whether you don't, if it's ever to the point of like a crisis, then crisis networks are 24 seven available all the time. You don't need insurance to call somebody to speak to if it's to the point where it's like, you know, it's severe, you're thinking of taking your life or thinking of harming yourself in some way, then definitely use those. Yeah. And one thing I'll add to that is that I think I, I think I had this conversation with someone maybe a week or two ago and it was basically that like sometimes it's good to talk to people around you because most of the time like you could literally be hanging out with like three, four friends and all of you are going through the same thing and nobody's talking and mm-hmm. now you're going to spend money to seek outside help when talking with each other could I'm not saying it will but then it could have helped you guys you understand like just sharing mm-hmm. with each other um, if like you guys are close enough to share but like sometimes it's not necessarily um, you keeping everything to yourself it's okay to you know just especially for international students we go through the same exact thing we go through the same struggles like yeah mm-hmm. we have one or two things that will be different but we all feel homesick we all like don't understand the system. We all don't understand insurance or know what we have as okay. insurance. Like, and that's something that this podcast really sheds lights on. Like, really yeah. being open and not yeah. keeping to yourself. Really, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. in this country, you need to ask for help. You need to look for information, and you need to kind of open up a lot. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, there's definitely that strength in in like using the support network that you do have and just like sharing you never know you really never know what somebody knows that can help you out within your friend group mm-hmm. um even if if you don't have any friends like okay like of course workplaces are keep it professional but if there's just somebody i know some some people who have just shared to the right person and they just happen to have a resource you know <laughs> that was really able to help them out they would have never known if that person didn't you know share with them what they were going through if you are here and you know you're not able to go home what can you do in terms of like you know um for me i would say one that comes up to me is like you know having like a zoom like um party with your friends to like celebrate actually someone gave me a really cool idea they waited to um, get on Zoom to decorate their tree together. Oh yeah, I've seen that. So, that's so nice. Yeah, Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah so, that's really cute. That's a cute. That's one. something you can explore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't do the tree, but you know, I'll be there. You know, just laughing and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely decorate. That's the moral. Some. I would also just have my moral support. <laughs> really, you guys are so <laughs> trying to break know. my neck. <laughs> or maybe I'll have a tiny Music. table tree. I don't know. I don't have. It's tree fun. Anymore. Have some eggnog. Like it's. I have this tree. <laughs> <laughs> this will just be there as a prop. No, that's a that's a good one. I yeah, think, that's a good one. Th- especially because of the you know, 
I think now the experience that international students were having has become a universal one. It used to be just international students that were the ones struggling with some sort of isolation during the holidays, right? Now it's everybody. Now y'all know how we feel. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Walking in your shoes. So, like, so now there's so much that's out there because like to try and help people to communicate. So I know even the apps themselves have changed. Like there's so many different features on FaceTime, on Instagram video call. Um, There's those like um, websites where you can watch movies together. Yeah, Netflix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's Netflix has like, I don't even know how many holiday movies Netflix has, but they got a lot. Some of, they're corny, some of them, but they give you that holiday okay i guess you don't think they are. <laughs> people do i like them too okay i'm like i, I like a little that. nice corny holiday movie but yeah so you can watch that with friends i think another thing that i've really been into or i haven't done it yet but i want to is like just looking at christmas lights you know like just mm. yeah like getting in your car Oh, just driving yeah. up. Your car is COVID-free oh. friendly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can get in your car <laughs> and drive around. Okay. Look at the lights. And there's some places that it's, there's some like parks that actually have light displays. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I know in Springfield, there's one. I'm forgetting the name. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Okay. Maybe I can find the name. You can put it in the show notes if you have a lot of mass followers. And then mm-hmm. I know there's one in Pennsylvania. Um, Longwood Gardens, which used to have indoor and outdoor, but now they just have outdoor. But well, just looking at things like that, like literally Googling like winter yeah. activities, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what can I do to just like have just something? Um, whether it's like that's COVID, COVID free friendly mm-hmm. or utilizing like online stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people have been well. Everything is virtual now, so everything is probably going to be on a Zoom call or like a FaceTime call or something. But people have been hosting like, like, um, <laughs> cooking class. You know, make an make up an activity um, and do it with your friends and family. And um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And I think Thanks. also people can do some volunteering. Some mm-hmm. the volunteering now is like. Um, Obviously, you have to call the place, set up, because obviously they want to make sure, like, you know, if you're coming to volunteer and, like, maybe stock, um, you know, put, like, gifts in, like, the stockings and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. they want to make sure it's, like, everyone's, like, super spread out so that, um, yeah. yeah, you know, so you may need to call, book an appointment for, for the time you'll be there to volunteer and then leave. And then they like clean it out, and then so you, you if you want to volunteer, you definitely need to call, book time slots that you can go and stuff like that. So um, mm. that's also an option. Um, another option is um, ice skating. Oh yeah, I I tried it once, but it's not for me. Thank you. I've never tried but- it. <laughs> I want to. I've definitely not tried it, but I like to go to the. The, the ice skating rinks and just like chill there okay like girl let me tell you why she's over here judging i think i just like displays of lights okay so like yeah okay i'm gonna make her do it like they're really pretty they're usually really pretty and they have like um they have the fire pits you know so that people can warm up so you don't and they have probably like a hot chocolate station or something like that like you don't have to get on the skate 
it's more fun to just sit there with your hot chocolate talk to some friends, I would have the distance. first you I would have, have the first time because I I tried it and it didn't work out so well I fell See? and then I ended up holding the bars to go around the whole time to go around yeah till, till I came back to the yeah. exit and I was like try this that's that is definitely not for me yeah no yeah I admire so now don't do judge me for just though I love that. I want to Those learn. People it. have been doing it for a long time. But see, I didn't want to end up like Sharon. That's why I never got in the ring. I stay outside. Listen, and I enjoy my time and I go home without a cold butt. Okay. Because- <laughs> Sharon's experience. That's why the quote that says, if at first you don't succeed, you do what? You try, 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 try again. again. Don't give up. Yeah, I'll do another kind of skating, not the ice. You know, oh, yeah, the roller yeah. Skating. Oh, yeah, that's true. yeah, 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 there's no cold, but yeah, different. I think a lot of people, and I've been seeing people are doing a lot more skiing mm. and winter activities that I think most people wouldn't really, uh, not everyone is into it. Like, it's like if you're into it, then you're into it, and if you're not, you're like, eh, it's just not for me. But now people are really just trying it because it's like there's nothing else to do. So <laughs> true. So just try try new things. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Um, okay, so um what's your takeaway from this episode? Or what do you want people to take away from this episode? I think I want people to take away just be have self-compassion for yourself. Like it's a tough time it's okay to experience it as a tough time. Like we're giving all these tips, like we want, like, cause everybody's expecting to function as if we're not in a pandemic, you know, but we are. So if even with all these tips, like it's helpful and it's great that people are seeking this out, but to just have self-compassion with, if you are just going to function like differently, if you're going to be more sad than you usually are, and you know, struggle in some way that's okay everybody is struggling even the people that are acting like they're not are because it's a pandemic you know (laughs) um and it will pass like i mean we blinked and it's december from march so hopefully we'll blink again and it will be july with no pandemic (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah um i would say for me I, i just want um people to just take away that um uh, as much as you're celebrating the season and you do some reflecting, you know, still celebrate like, you know, that you have your life, you know, because like we lost quite a lot of people to like the COVID and stuff like that. And yeah. as much as we're trying to like, you know, it's sad we may not be able to be with entire family, like how we do like holidays and stuff like that. You know, as much as you can maybe see them through Zoom or hang out with like one or two people or friends, um, appreciate that time and um you know just be thankful for life too and you know just know that we made it 2020 we are here we made it through so yeah i think mm-hmm. and obviously another thing to just for like international students i know like you know it, it may be hard like being like homesick and stuff like that try as much as you can like i i like working for me i usually know the time where i'm like okay i have to take a break now because it's like um, almost getting to evening in Nigeria or in England. I'm going to call my family at this time. Mm-hmm. So like create like a schedule, yeah. you know, it really helps me out and be like, okay, like from three to four. Okay. Now I know I can like, you know, 
I know everyone's like done work and stuff. I can like you know check mm. on my nieces, nephews, and stuff and everything. So um, I would say do that too, so I can like you know get some interaction with like back home and stuff, and then cook as well. Cook some like you know food from like back home and stuff like that. Just relax, watch some you know movies that remind you of back home and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. No, that mm-hmm. that that's key. I think for me, it's more of a like. I would want everyone to really accept the fact that change is really inevitable. And, but then as human beings, we are powerful enough to be able to easily adapt to change. And so not to see everything that has happened this year, all the change that has happened to be like negative, but then also um, try to see the positives in it. Like Sharon said, we've made it to the end of the year. Um, Some of you have probably had so many wins, so many successes celebrate that Mm -hmm. allow yourself to really like enjoy everything that you've gone through this year was trying this year was tough but this is a time to celebrate this is a time to really like appreciate life this is a time to really appreciate the state you're in right now like whether um you are looking for a job whether you're working whether you're in between jobs like whatever it is whatever points you're at in your life just know that change well, life is always changing. We're always changing. So you're not going to be at this point forever. Have faith in that. Like, just really rest in knowing that um, things are going to get better. We're always growing as human beings and adapting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I have for you guys. So thank you, Dr. Fatuma, for joining yes. us on this final episode, final bonus episode for this um season one actually um, feel free to follow so we heal on instagram um yes, and yes, yes. that's you know like i said social media is the best place to just have those little reminders to pay mm-hmm. attention to your mental health and if you don't have that access yet to go to therapy just have mm-hmm. like you know some little tips on paying attention like how do i know if i'm actually struggling like more than normal or you know how do I like help myself out if I just want to do it myself for a little bit and try that yeah I absolutely love it um we'll put the name in the show notes check her out and um thank you for joining us today we really appreciate it you're welcome thank Thank you you for having me it was a great discussion we hope you guys have enjoyed the episode and be on the lookout for season two Check out our website, www.theellisdistrict.com. Check out our website. We have free resources on there.